This podcast is recorded in front of a live studio dog. This is Feel Goodery, a place where we let the air out of the sore spots and back into the things that can help us feel good if we are in the mood. If you want a place to sit and bitch, you are more than welcome to stay. Today, we are talking about something that is literally a sore spot for adults, back pain. Second sparkle coming up. Oh, I'm Kyle Buchanan. I'm Kyle. I'm Kyle. Forgot to say that. I'm Kyle Buchanan. I am so glad you're here. Second sparkle coming up. Here we go. Good morning or good afternoon or good evening or sweet dreams if you're already asleep. Just that intro put you to bed. I hope you're having a fantastic day. That's the first time I forgot my name um, or to say my uh, my name. I've I've I hope hopefully so far have remembered what my name is. We're really off to a really great start today. And it's funny um, when I I've never noticed because I have my earphones in um how much weird noise my mouth makes as I speak because it's really crystal clear when I record this. So sometimes my throat gargles in a weird oceanic way and I pray it doesn't come through. Sometimes I have to go through and edit the weird noises that come out of my mouth because they just it's it's not, it's not the ASMR that you want from a podcast. You don't some, want someone's weird biology coming out of their mouth. That's anyway. Wow. Are you having a day like this? Are you having a day like mine? I hope you are having a good day. Or maybe you're not having a good day. Maybe it's one of those days where you just don't feel like yourself. Or maybe you had a bad dream last night that stuck with you today. You know those days, maybe you don't even remember the dream itself. And maybe this is why I'm having such a weird day. But you remember the feeling it gave you. And that feeling gunks you around all day long. And I say this because I did have one of those dreams last night and I won't bore you with the details because let's be honest, our own dreams, incredibly interesting, insightful. What does that mean? What could my, what could my subconscious be trying to tell me? But hearing other people's dreams, possibly the most uninterested we can ever be in someone else's life. Hearing someone else's dream puts you the listener in sort of like an autopilot where you're actively and like vocally listening to someone explain their dream with sounds like um mm, oh weird oh I, I wonder what that means but you're you're not there you're checked out i might be being harsh but am i am i wrong with this do you enjoy hearing other people's dreams it's a it's a blue moon that i i do enjoy it but i'm all for active listening but anyways Here's what happened in my dream. No, I wouldn't do that. Um, the, the episode would drop off. People would tune out at this point when I start explaining my own dreams to everyone. Just super indulgence. But I won't do that. I just had a dream that left me with this gunky feeling that I brought into this morning and has gunked up my brain to the point where, well, we know how this has all started with me forgetting my name um, or to say my name. But anyways, I'm <laughs> I'm here. I'm letting it go. Uh, letting the dream fade away. As I sit here with you, so we can bitch about something else. Pain. Specifically, back pain. But a lot of what we're going to talk about today and some of the strategies I apply myself, it really does apply to any sort of pain, whether that is back pain or joint pain or or all the lovely stuff like that. So the past few weeks, I won't tell you about my dream, but I'll tell you about my pain. Uh, 
I've been dealing with a lot of lower back pain, and this is an ongoing issue for me. Uh, last summer, I, I threw my back out after I sneezed because I am that fragile down there, and I was in a, the most pain I had been in for a long time. I recovered. I did the things we're going to talk about today, but this past summer, it happened again, uh, unprovoked. I don't know what exactly I did, and just this past couple of weeks, uh, it got better, and then it got. It's really been an on and it's been a toxic relationship. It's been on. And then it's been off and then on and we fight and off. But it is kind of extra frustrating. And this is just completely um, me just being honest. It is very frustrating when you do try to take good care of yourself and you eat right and you move and you still deal with this recurring issue. Um, I know for me, it, it is a functional issue with my one of my discs and I'm getting to the root of it. But in truth, as much as it is frustrating, if you also take care of yourself and you do everything right uh, and you, you think you're doing everything right and you're still in pain, you're still dealing with an issue, that is incredibly frustrating. You can all, of course, for me, I was like getting to the root of it. it, depending on your mood on the day, you can be a detective and really dig, but it is frustrating when you think you're doing everything right and you are still in pain. But with that, even with the frustration, it's all the more reason to keep going and keep putting the effort in because who knows how bad it could be if I did eat like crap all the time or I was more sedentary than I knew I should be. Um, I'm not interested in testing out how much worse I could feel if I decided to stop taking care of myself. So it is worth the effort. And sometimes it's just a matter of finding what works and experimenting. So anyways, as of late, it has been really annoying for me because if you've had back issues or pain issues anywhere, which I hope you have not. I hope you're listening to this never having experienced pain, but I know that's not true. So I'm sure a lot of you have. It takes so much energy to deal with that pain. Uh, and for me, the, the pain is worse when I'm, I'm going from sitting to standing and standing to sitting. And I, I've started to make those noises that I thought I would only be making at a much later stage of my life. But each time I get up, I make the, uh, it's like, I've become a grandfather, all like the grandfather noise is like, mm. uh, well, I can't anyway. So that's a bad a a ASMR episode too, but like, like dad grandfather noises as I'm getting up and down, uh, the other, th the only thing I have left to accomplish in that department is like the giant snorts that seem to happen to every elderly man where you just you, you snort so big and you clear your throat and it's a it's an orchestra in your nasal cavity i'm not there yet but i give it a year um the other thing that happens when you are in pain and maybe you're similar i hope it's not just me but it is much easier to become a negative person and have a sort of a grimmer outlook on your on life and your brain also doesn't function at 100% when you're in pain. Brain fog is a big common symptom of people that experience chronic pain. And while I wouldn't consider mine chronic because if I look at the year, it's it's better more than it's worse. But when I am in pain, my brain does not work. I'm in a fog. I can't think properly. It just feels tired and exhausted. And the picture I'm painting right now, I'm painting myself like a real winner, just this groaning old man, sore, spacey negative person. I, it is like I have a man cold when my back is like this. And I will admit I am not a good sick person. My my mom would agree. She's listening to this. She would, well, she'll, she'll come on and tell everyone. Um, 
And maybe you're similar, but the the big thing that happens, despite the negativity that happens when I'm in pain, is the perspective shift and the realization of how nice my life is when I'm not in pain and just generally feeling good. And this the same thing happens when you get sick. Um, as much as it sucks, it really can put things in perspective because when you're laid up on the couch, just uncomfortable and whatever, you suddenly, you almost become like nostalgic for yesterday, nostalgic for the ordinary and the boring, the, the idea of waking up without pain, refreshed, or just getting out of bed easily, or even just your boring job, it suddenly all sounds picturesque. That's the dream. Forget the pressure we put on ourselves to, to, to make more money or get more likes. None of it matters if we feel like crap. It's that thing, that saying where, you know, I think this is the saying, if you don't have your health, you really don't have anything. And it, it is true. And if you are in pain right now and are getting incredibly annoyed that I'm talking about using this pain as a learning opportunity or gratitude moment, I get it. And I agree. I am pretty terrible, but it doesn't make it not true. And I am currently in pain and trying to move past it and relish how good I feel most of the time. And I'm grateful for that, but it is annoying. But with that, um, we are talking about pain specifically, and I wanted to share some of the strategies I use myself and would also recommend and have recommended when my back goes out so that I can get back to feeling decent. So, okay, here we go. The back goes out. My back starts to flare up. Here is what goes into immediate action for myself so I can support my body in the ways that I have control over so that it has room and space and the optimal environment to restore itself and heal as best it can because I do believe the body is resilient it does want you to feel good, and I'm just kind of trying to pave the path to help it get there faster. So the first thing that happens, the first tip, is I cut any foods in my diet that contribute to inflammation. I do live in an 80-20 general way of being where I do believe in indulging and enjoying yourself and not living in a land of lack and depriving yourself all the time. So sometimes sugar is part of the diet, sometimes potato chips and more fried foods than I know I should be having. But when the body is in pain and in a state of heightened inflammation, I want to do everything I can to feel better. So with that, I, with the goal in mind of feeling as good as I can, as fast as I can, not that I have a ton of it in diet, but I stop all foods that add fuel to the fire when it comes to inflammation. Notably, uh, this would be the added sugars in the diet, any processed sugars that are coming in. If there is any refined grains in the diet for me, which I don't tend to have a lot of, but they are very common in you know the general adult population. So for you, if, if there are white breads or uh, any white flours or any um, highly refined carbohydrate cereals like sweetened things, those are all, especially when you're already in pain, uh, incredibly inflammatory. So I cut that out. In addition to the potato chips, any uh, fried oils, any um, seed oils, I tend to avoid generally. Now, when it comes to inflammation, there are there's on like anything nutrition related. There's ongoing debate. Some people think seed oils are fine, and seed oils being things like um, sunflower seeds, soybean, 
uh, uh, canola, things like that. They're not part of my normal diet. I do believe they, when compared to other fats, they're not ideal. So I cut the potato chips. Anything that has the potential to add fuel so uh, to the fire is cut. So that's step number one. The second thing, the second step I do is once I've shifted gears from removing the inflammatory is I double down on anti-inflammatory foods. Notably, I know you're going to guess this probably, but omega-3. So salmon was my, became my go-to dinners. Mark is away right now. He hates salmon, so I'm eating a lot of it. Um, in addition to th- foods, I up my omega-3 supplement intake. And in terms of pain, omega-3s, so the reason is they can, and why it's so great for pain management is omega threes contain two important fatty acids I've talked about on the show before called EPA and DHA, and DHA has actually been shown to help reduce your pain response. So I normally double my intake of fish oil, and if you have issues with fish burp ups, split dosage throughout the day. Uh, my other go tos included. Uh, Turmeric, again, we know it's an incredible anti-inflammatory, so I threw it into my smoothies. I made turmeric tea. I added it to my salad dressings. Everything is orange, but it's helping my pain. Turmeric, of course, contains curcumin, which has fantastic anti-inflammatory properties. And the other functional food um, was ginger that I started adding in every meal, essentially. We might think of ginger for nausea, but it's actually really, really beneficial for pain management as well. Ginger contains uh, this compound that can help counter the pathways in the body that cause inflammation and pain. So I try to get ginger in at least twice a day, sometimes three. So I have ginger capsules on hand, but I would throw pieces of raw ginger into my smoothies as well. That combination of omega-3, turmeric, and ginger really can take a bite out of pain. And I'm trying to remember why I said it like that. It sounds... It sounded like a commercial. Take a bite out of crime. That's it. Remember that commercial? There was a dog, right? I forget. Maybe it was a Canada thing for the U.S. listeners. Do you remember? If if, uh, if For those in the U.S., please write me saying that you too saw a commercial when you were growing up as a kid with a dog saying, let's take a bite out of crime. Okay. B- bite out of pain. So turmeric, ginger, and omega-3 are real staples, but including more spices in your cooking in general is a wonderful strategy. We know fruit and veg um, are also anti-inflammatory, but my go-tos are ginger, turmeric, and uh, o- omega-3. Um, so the general rule is less inflammatory, more omegas and spices, veggies, and fruit, and especially a fruit of choice is the next one I'm going to talk about that I try to include more often. So thing number three, tip number three, but I, I'm going by things today. Thing number three is raspberries. We underestimate. Raspberry is, in my opinion, one of the most underestimated fruits. So for me, raspberries, I try to include as much as I can, but I get off the wagon sometimes, I forget. But when it comes to pain, raspberries are one of my absolute favorites. Cherries are my other one, but I'll get into that at a later thing. Um, they are great for so many different reasons. They're rich in vitamin C. They're great for your liver, for your skin. But when it comes to pain management, they're also fantastic. So I normally triple down on my raspberry intake. And ra- I, I buy frozen raspberries. It's much more cost efficient. It has uh, the same nutritional value, uh, more or less, and pretty much equal compared to some of the store, the ones you can buy um, that, are, that are that are fresh. Frozen is absolutely fine. Veggies and fruit, fine to buy. 
So raspberries can actually help inhibit a, a certain enzyme in the body called COX-2 that can increase pain and inflammation. So they really do have a physiological impact when it comes to pain management and they're a food, which I think, of course, we underestimate. So a bowl of, so my normal thing is I'll have a bowl of frozen raspberries for dessert. Um, I will have them with some coconut yogurt and that'll be my dessert, like a giant big old bowl (laughs) of raspberries. Uh, Really, really great when it comes to pain management. Thing number four, uh, that just sounds weird, Arnica. Arnica in all forms, both topically and internally. So Arnica, if you haven't heard of Arnica, it's an incredibly safe, natural pain management tool. So Arnica is a plant from the daisy family, uh, and it's been used for hundreds of years to reduce pain and promote healing. It's something I've been using since I was a kid. My mom would always keep it on hand for when we fell down, for bruises, for any time there's shock, and now I always keep it on hand, like mother, like son. So Arnica comes in a lot of different forms. You can get uh, pellets, tablets to take internally, gels or creams for a topical. Now for me, I normally keep both on hand, and this is this protocol I use myself, feel free to free, feel free to check these accents. It's not even accent. I think what happens when I do those weird things is my mouth gets so tired of talking, it checks out on me and doesn't properly form the word. It's like, it has a micro break and uh, I'm none the wiser. I don't even know. It's I haven't seen the schedule ahead of time. It just goes off. So feel free to take on yourself. Uh, I have... Um, homeopathic pellets and I take them internally under my tongue and then topically I apply arnica gel to the lower back. So for the pellets I'll do three times a day under the tongue. There's a whole homeopathic protocol which I will not get into now but uh, typically I'll do it's the dosage on on the on the package anyway so I'm not saying anything outside of my scope. A few pellets under the tongue three times a day and the gel you apply as needed. The brand I use is a brand called Boiron, uh, B-O-I-R-O-N. They're a company I've been using since I was a kid. They're one of the oldest homeopathic companies around. I was lucky enough to go and visit their facility in France last year. They are one of my partners, uh, just full transparency, but I only partner with brands that I fully believe in. So they are worth checking out, especially if you're looking for a natural alternative to traditional pain meds, which I'm not against whatsoever and are part of my uh, protocol as well. I'll talk about that at the end. Uh, But if you are looking for a natural alternative that doesn't have the side effects of some of the NSAIDs, especially the gastric issues, Arnica, both tablets and gels are worth looking into. And thing number five, to support both sleep and pain, I incorporate tart cherry juice before bed because you do want to sleep. Sleep is healing. You want to sleep to heal, but if you are in pain, it can be really hard to fall asleep. So the last tool I added in was tart cherry concentrate. I can't remember if I've talked about this on the show before, but that's my brain today. So with tart cherry, you can get tart cherry juice and just have a cup of it, but it can be more cost efficient to buy the concentrate. You get a good close to a liter of it for $20. And then you add one to two tablespoons to your water 30 minutes ish before bed. And Tart cherry juice can help in two ways. One, it contains naturally occurring melatonin, which helps you fall asleep. And two, tart cherry juice contains certain flavonoids that help inhibit that same enzyme I talked about earlier that causes inflammation and pain, COX-2. And that's COX for any of the dirty minds out there, COX. 
too. So it is very beneficial when it comes to pain management. And for me, it does make an impact to my sleep and my pain. So with that, those were the five things. I do all I can. This is the the disclaimer about natural versus more mainstream medical stuff. I do all I can with food and supplements to a point because I do, when needed, add in things like Advil or NSAIDs, which NSAIDs are non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs to get through because in my opinion, there is a time and a place for everyone and pain can do a lot of things to that brain. So I just try not to overdo them because those kind of medications are hard on the gut. They can contribute to gastric issues after you've recovered, which you don't want. So I do want to use them strategically and and sparingly. And I balance them with as much things naturally as I can possibly do. Whenever I take Advil's, I always ensure that I take them with food. You want to too. I also, because I'm taking those non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, I also add in extra gastric support when I'm taking those meds. So coconut yogurt, fermented veggies, chamomile tea, and a gut supportive fiber powder. Um, The other thing I do in addition to everything is see a chiropractor regularly, Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic if you're in Toronto, um, because chiropractic has made a big impact on my life. When my back pain, I I was seeing a chiropractor regularly uh, because it helped drastically with my sleep when I was a kid and it, it made all the difference in the world. But I got off of um, seeing one regularly, um, and then my back went out. So I do wish I had kept up my maintenance because I, I wonder if I had maintained it a little bit better, I wouldn't be where I am right now, but it does help. So I, I do believe in chiropractic care, uh, both as treatment and as a pre- preventative. And this was just a, a good reminder to do everything you can when you feel good to keep feeling good. Before we wrap this up, we are going to do today's feel good moment. This is a new addition, new segment in season two, little weird things that make us feel good and are worth a momentary spot in the spotlight. So we can start training our brains to relish the good and seek out the little good stuff because it really is easy for our brains to find the bad and the little things really do make a difference. So today's feel good moment is smelling that smell that takes you back to childhood instantly in a good way. I believe that smells are the closest things we have to time machines. I was in the elevator uh, and there was one of my neighbors and she had this perfume on that I hadn't smelled for a long time. And it smelled like my grandma who is still with us, 99 going strong, but it's the smell I attribute more as a kid to my grandma. So as soon as I smelled her, I was instantly back in my grandma's apartment in Etobicoke in Toronto as a kid with her making cheese whiz sandwiches, which was basically cheese whiz on white bread. The most delicious thing I had ever had in my entire life because my mom wouldn't buy either ingredient. Uh, But that's today's. Do you have a smell that really instantly takes you back? And if you do, and you don't have that smell right now, maybe just imagine the smell and see if you get a momentary high. But don't sniff anything that you shouldn't be sniffing. And with that, I need to stand now for a bit because my back is hurting. So I will wrap this up. If you are dealing with pain right now, whether that is back pain or knee pain or joint pain, 
it sucks and I'm sorry. But there are things you have some control over that will help your body get back to where you'd like it to be. Now, of course, and I say this with compassion, there is no guarantee. Everyone is different, but why not stack more odds in your favor of getting a happy outcome? It's sort of uh, ironic, or as Alanis Morissette would say, isn't it ironic, don't you think, that when we are in discomfort, it sort of serves as a really potent reminder of how good we've actually got it. I mean, how often do we compare ourselves to other people all the time that we perceive as being better off for whatever stupid reason our brains think of? But as soon as we're in pain, those comparisons completely fade away and your sole focus is on you. It doesn't matter what anyone else is doing or how far ahead or not you are at work or these arbitrary goals you've placed in yourself. The most appealing thing in the world when you are in discomfort is just feeling good again. It does put things in perspective, as annoying as it is. If only we could hold on to that perspective when we're no longer in pain. We can hope. As always, if you are enjoying the show, it does make an impact for the show's visibility. If you take a second to give the show a five-star rating or leave a review, I do truly appreciate it. If you're feeling like crap right now, know it will pass. Hold on to that hope and that knowing that you will be feeling better soon. It's just a bad dream. That'll be over in a second. And if you are in the absence of discomfort right now and you're just feeling good, just maybe take a second to relish in it. If you need a perspective reminder, just think back to the last time you were laid up on the couch in discomfort, just wishing for a nice, boring, ordinary day like this one. Here is to the wonderful, boring, pain-free, ordinary I hope you have a wonderful day ahead, and I hope you have dreams that are so interesting you want to tell the entire world. I will see you next time on Feel Goodery. And now for the legal stuff. The information provided in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical advice. Please always consult with your healthcare provider.